0: you know self-care like really does revolve around making decisions that will make you feel well whatever that means for you in that moment so it's going to change right and it's going to be something that you're going to have to like I don't know check in during the seasons and see you know are, is my self-care routine serving where I'm at right now? Yes. Is it serving my goals? Is it serving making me feel better? And for me, and it, it will to, change. Yeah, it has to change. And so, you know, like if an early morning workout is what will make you feel well, then guess what? That's self-care.
1: You're listening to Rebel Heart Radio, hosted by a nutritional therapist, Cassie Knavel, and professional esthetician and makeup artist, Genevieve Blair The materials and content within this podcast are for general information and educational purposes only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.
0: Hi. Hello. Hey. It's not like I've been sitting next to you for the last
1: six hours. (laughs) Every time we get on here I think of my uh, One of my favorite YouTube people to watch Her name is Jamie Genevieve she's Scottish and she gets on And she goes hello Hello every time (laughs) Just hello
0: We get a little stir crazy a little bit. You know, start a little crazy while recording. Yes. So today, we are going to share with you our favorite peeps on the Instas right now. Oh, yes. I'm not cool enough. Is it IG? Is it Insta? Is it what? You know, what what are the, the, the grams? Cool, the gram? The gram. <laughs> <laughs> what are the cool kids saying these days? I don't even know. Anyways, whose Instagram account are you very much oh, so my, enjoying right I now? Vibing
1: with? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So let's be clear. The majority of the people that I love on Instagram are makeup artists. That is to be expected. (laughs) Okay. So Jordan Liberty is probably one of my very favorites because his looks are so cleanly executed. They're just, and they're not doctored. Like when you zoom in, you see those pores and you can see the hair. You can see, you can see the detail, but they're just flawless. And I love his ability to go on a rant sometimes because the rants are never to hurt anyone. It's listen here. If you think you're a makeup artist and you don't have sanitation down, you better get it together. And I'm like, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Like he get, he did on, um, he put it on his feed and he took it off already, which makes me sad. It was like this 12 long string We just kept scrolling and it was like a full on just streamed video he had done on his phone all about sanitation. <laughs> and he was just like, look, Y'all are dirty. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but no for real, he does uh he does campaigns for NARS on Starship Beverly Hills. He does some like really big campaigns. He also does a lot of stuff on his own. Like one of my favorite YouTube videos that he did was just an elementary school teacher. And she was gorgeous and he was just like I don't know how these kids pay attention with you in class, but okay. And he just does these beautiful looks on all these women, and he chooses all diversity. He loves all looks, and 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 he loves to be challenged. So a lot of times, when something gets really popular on Instagram, he goes opposite direction, like, like right. You know, for a long time, the the Instagram look was very structured and sharp and precise. Like, is that what editorial means? No, editorial is very avant garde. It's uh, editorial is very like artistic. Yes, like okay, like when you see the weird color placement, that's editorial. I've seen a couple
0: of makeup artists lately being like. We're going to do a very editorial. And I was like,
1: what? The- I'm going gonna- to ask Jeremy what that means. Mean? <laughs> 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 no, no. Editorial is um, very conceptual. That's a good way to put it. Mm, Some- okay. Sometimes it's um, very beautiful, but it's usually very conceptual and very like procured and curated Etherial. book. And sometimes it can be ethereal. Sometimes it can be grungy. It can be any look, but it's all just very curated and... Um, yeah it's just very curated and very collection like like you'd think from a collection of looks oh okay so each model will be different ethnicity different skin tone and different look altogether. but they will find a way to make it cohesive like they'll throw a pop of yellow in their inner corner and make everything else nude or they'll do like really bold cheeks and keep everything else chill or or they'll do almost goth all across the board that's editorial. Editorial is anything that you wouldn't wear on the street every day, I guess. Okay. Okay. Good to know.
0: Thank you for (laughs) mapping that out. Totally understand though. Uh,
1: actually there's another artist that I really love. Her name's Linda Halberg and she is, she bounces between editorial and very beautiful Instagram looks. And it's so funny watching her creatively because she really... She really is kind of all over the place. Like she'll she'll do these really beautiful like something I would wear like out if I wanted to. And then the next thing you know, you see her in these really crazy like green and teal and pink and yellow on her lid and and she get and she just has flawless technique like flawless technique. And I really appreciate that she can transform her face into almost anything. Like she can that makeup is art. Yes. And she doesn't necessarily like do impersonations, but one look she does one week will be completely different from the look they, she does the next week.
0: Like manipulates like her face shape and eye shape yeah. and all sorts of things.
1: And she'll put like orange on her cheeks instead of pink or, you mm-hmm. know, like the traditional stuff. And she'll, and she'll just do these really interesting things. And she loves to play in the studio. So she she's one of my favorites, Linda Hallberg. And honestly... I find myself scrolling through some of like the previous beauty gurus that I loved. And I really have started to admire people who love change. They change it up. Ooh, you okay. know? So for me it's been Linda Hallberg and Jordan Liberty. Those are my favorite like makeup artists to be discovering and like I I've got collections. I've got collections in my Instagrams that's got mostly them in it. It's got a sprinkle of other people in it too, but I'm I'm very inspired by both of them. But tell me a little bit about you. Who are you following on Instagram? Who you into? All the food. All the food. (laughs) All the food. I'm so predictable. (laughs) I right. Um I have
0: been very inspired lately by baking. So that's one thing I didn't really talk about in our fall favorites episode, the last episode that we launched, but I have been super duper digging um Zoe Bakes.
1: and tell me what she's doing these days
0: she's doing all sorts of (laughs) (laughs) gluten-filled gorgeous but very like like simple um elegant not over the top so i have a hard time with Mm -hmm. modern looking desserts like if that makes sense so like things that are like super contemporary so like, I think of this when I go to, like, uh, Gregory Gordet over at um, Departure in Portland. Mm. It's all, like, dots of different things and geometric shapes and everything. It's just, just like, I'm, like, listen, Almost doesn't look like food. Just, like, <laughs> make a cake and then, like, cut it and, like, put it on its... You know? So, I just... I like that more, like, down-home simple. Mm, and her stuff you. is so unbelievably gorgeous. And she will do full Instagram stories of an aerial view of her working with pastry or making a cake or frosting a cake or whatever. Oh, I could get into that. Right. And I frosted a cake on Instagram stories a few weeks ago and y'all blew up my DMs. (laughs) Blew it up. Please do this more. I know. And I really (laughs) enjoy it. So I love like she has a really light and bright space and like it's very cohesive and she has a very clear like she works in the same space all the time.
1: Mm. And
0: I love that. So when you see
1: her content you know it's hers.
0: Yeah. And mm. um, it's just yeah it's very it's very beautiful. Say her name again. Uh, Zoe Bakes is Zoe the, Bakes. her handle but it's Zoe I think Francois oh. is her name. And it's very French style pastry Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. i love like that classic french style i love it and then ashley alexander from gather and feast i'm showing genevieve her feed right now it's like the perfect balance of like color and moody yeah it's really beautiful but like uh nutritionally dense food and it's just like oh my god it's so good it's so so good so she does really really great instagram stories as well but like it's again, it's not all like quote unquote paleo or whatever. She does pasta and all sorts of things. But I love actually getting a ton of inspiration just from the general food world, not from like the paleo community. Yeah,
1: that's wise. And then,
0: which is where I hung out for a really long time. And I was like, this is boring. <laughs> like, that's how I feel about
1: non-toxic makeup. Like I spend a lot of my time in like conventional makeup. Well, the inspo. key is like,
0: you know, my biggest goal with, with making healthy and nutritious food is having it taste so good that there's no comment about like oh this tastes good for being healthy
1: yeah or this tastes good for being gluten-free I'm like I'm over that I just made this real connection that that's exactly how I feel about non-toxic makeup yeah right like I'm on a mission oh that's real good for non-toxic like uh, no this is just good in general it's just just good right I want to be just good that's so funny I never made that connection until you said that but
0: it's the same it's like conventional versus non-conventional food world so that's where I'm kind of gathering my inspiration in the insta world right now those two accounts I love it so much I am super duper floored for our our episode today because we're going to talk about not just self-care people but sustainable self-care. Which can be very different. It's very different. Yeah, one-off like, self-care is <laughs> different. Well, and there's a lot of expectations out there as to like that social media leads us to believe that like self-care is all about like face masks and bath bombs. My eyes and are crossing over here. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah. But like if you don't have like... The daily necessities in place as part of your self care routine, like great sleep or like good sex, or and we might not say that's daily, but just depends on who <laughs> you are, depends or whatever. Are, yeah. But, but all of that, like it, it's we have to address these major needs. And self care really, like honestly, it should consist of those daily tasks to help you reach your goals, whatever mm, yes. those goals are. Like, how is how can self care support? The vision that you have for your own health, your life, your day to day, like what's your ideal day look like? How can self care support that? And I think a lot of times we think about like how your job can support that and how your lifestyle can support that. But guess what? Self care ought to be part of your job and part of your lifestyle. Yeah, which <laughs> right? is a difficult concept to start with. And can I just say, like, preaching to the person who needs to be preached to right now like i'm (laughs) i I need to hear all of this just as much as you guys i am not perfect in
1: this Mm -mm. but
0: these are some really big realizations i've had about self-care lately about them being part of my job really honestly
1: yeah cassie said that to me a few weeks ago in preparation of my schedule changing
0: Mm -hmm. and i said
1: you're making time to work out every day working out sweating (laughs) every day is your job doing your makeup and getting ready for the day is your job that's part of your job. Mm-hmm. You got to make really time for that. it really hit me heavy that I was, she's right she's 100% right. Especially working in like the
0: health and wellness or the beauty industry or whatever. Like that's part of what you do. And we're not even talking about aesthetics. We're just talking about getting things done that help us feel good.
1: Yeah. And you were, you were talking about that in the beginning about how it, it helps you kind of be your best. And that's how I've always viewed self-care is, is not necessarily what makes me feel nice. It's how can I be my best me?
0: And sometimes it's literally just getting some effing sleep.
1: Yes. Sometimes it's checking (laughs) off to do's on your list. Sometimes. Yes, you're right. Sometimes. You're totally right.
0: So like, you know, self-care like really does revolve around making decisions that will make you feel well, whatever that means for you in that moment. So it's going to change. Right. And it's going to be something that you're going to have to like, I don't know, check in during the seasons and see, you know. Are is my self care routine serving where I'm at right now? Yes. Is it serving my goals? Is it serving making me feel better? And for me, and it, it will to, change. Yeah, it has to change. And so you know, like if an early morning workout is what will make you feel well, then guess what? That's self care. Yep. If making a home cooked dinner with like really healthy ingredients is what's going to make you feel well, well, guess what? That's also self care. So sometimes mm. just like literally getting a meal on the table or yeah, <laughs> um, making it to the gym or whatever. I think, honestly, you've we've got to like really become a little bit more rigid about the definition of what sustainable self-care looks like in order to like really cultivate that. Create some boundaries. Yeah, break it down. So we've got a few tips for you guys to help you create a sustainable self-care routine that actually sticks. Because this is the thing, like it's so easy to pick up like a habit or try to and have it be part of like maybe a resolution or like mm-hmm. maybe you adopt some habits as like we transition into fall and maybe your kids are going back to school or whatever. But um, the reality is like you need to, to have a framework around what you're choosing to do as self-care. Yes. To help you make good decisions about what self-care looks like for you. And it,
1: sometimes it's the definition, like how are you defining this? Mm-hmm. So I think that's where I want, you know, make sure you can define what you want to do like yes what like what because there's a difference between need want and an obligation where it's just not quite necessary which we all know there are some out there where there's this weird deep-seated thing where i feel obligated i feel like i need to do this and i have to do this but you don't have to yeah I
0: I 100% agree with that. So actually, we're going to give you like a solid list of five tips to help you create a sustainable self-care routine. And tip number one is do things you actually want
1: to do, (laughs) which sounds so simple, but sometimes that's not. Listen,
0: if like self-care, I mean, if working out feels like, yeah, that's something I should be doing for myself, but it's not something you actually want then it's not going to feel like self care. It's going to feel like your like your drudgery. <laughs> well, or like you're, you know, you're you're doing something you don't want to do, which means you're pushing yourself. It's taking energy and effort, and working out, of course, still takes energy and effort. Mm-hmm. But when you reframe it, you'll feel differently about it. And
1: there are some seasons where like it doesn't fit, you know. And sometimes this takes action to be able to figure this out. So in my case, I had to figure out that I love dance fitness classes yes but I had to go and try it sure yeah and you know but at the same time there's also things that I still would like to try because I I don't know if I want to do it I even (laughs) feel like trying new things could be part of your self-care yeah depending on how you feel about
0: trying to discover what you want to do yes absolutely you know so so tip number one is doing things you actually want to do Figuring out what it is that you want might be a whole nother task in and of itself. (laughs) Another episode. um, Your whole life, basically. (laughs) But a good way to figure that out is to actually make a list of tasks. This is number two. Make a list of tasks and activities that make you feel well. Mm. So like first and foremost, really take stock and figure out what makes you feel well um, or what things you feel like you're currently missing that could help you feel more well. And I think another way to do this is actually list things that don't make you feel well.
1: Yeah, too. Uh, yeah. So you make sure
0: you're avoiding those as well. I think it's the flip side. If you have trouble figuring out what does make you feel well, let's list out what doesn't and then maybe do the opposite. Yeah, that's super smart. Um but basically, like, you know, if you're feeling stressed or anxious, maybe like meditation will help you feel well. If you're feeling stiff or achy, maybe you need to do more stretching or yoga in your routine. So, you know, what are your current ailments? What are you dealing with as far as like just burdens or symptoms or thought processes that are just really weighing down on you and how can you transform that through some sort of change or activity mm-hmm. yeah number three is to prioritize your list and identify a few main self-care activities so listen your list is going to be extensive it for what be. right yeah. for what you can do to make yourself feel well and I can try to do 25 things to make me feel well every single day. But the truth is like, I won't do any of them. If I try to do that many, I won't do any because it's too overwhelming. So I try to pick, you know, two or three to really focus on. Mm -hmm. And like, just like you said in the last episode about like that, your meditations, like doing it for a long enough period of time to create a habit. And sometimes that stakes takes like just starting with one thing even, Um, But thinking about like those main self-care activities and like next kind of go through and identify your top three self-care activities that like make you feel the most well that you love that you
1: want to do. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Something that becomes a a staple becomes a, you know, it feels a little weird when I don't get that in or I can feel the difference in my body when I don't get that in Mm -hmm. or... You know that's how that's actually this it's funny we're talking about this because that's how the dance fitness classes started for me was and there have been weeks because it's only once a week because the instructor that i absolutely adore only teaches it once a week actually i found out she teaches tuesday nights now too which i'm really excited about but i don't know if i can do tuesday night and then wednesday morning that would be too much but she i i was like i have to make this a priority and there have been weeks where it's not been real easy or I've had to kind of sacrifice something a little bit like eh, I probably should have sat down and done meal planning that day because I didn't get it done on Monday and Wednesday was the first opportunity but I was like no nope, I'm doing this for my mental health I'm doing it for my physical health this is for me and it took practice and I had to kind of I had to make some people upset and be like I'm sorry I'm I'm unavailable you know <laughs> and just really stick to my guns and I've never been disappointed by doing that yeah. Make yourself but a it's, it's hard
0: to figure out what that, I think I love that you try like your, your path was trying something new mm-hmm. um, or something you hadn't done in a very long time. Cause I'm mm-hmm. assuming you've done a dance fitness class yes. before. Cause you're you. Yes. <laughs> um, but remembering how much joy that brought you mm-hmm. and the fact that it's like, it's almost like a workout and a work in at the same time. Right. Cause you're getting yes. like that mental break, you're dancing, you're getting it all out mm-hmm. um, and enjoying it. So I love that. So Honestly, like how you prioritize your list is completely up to you. So this totally. is where like the choice really comes personalized, in. personalized list. Um, I would really recommend choosing the tasks that will have the biggest impact on how you feel and are the easiest to implement. Start there. Right. Um, or could be tacked on to activities that you already have as like part of your normal routine.
1: So these will be like your core three activities. That makes a lot of sense having these core, having core. Yeah. Core self-care. Yes. Core make self-care. small list.
0: <laughs> Specific and small. Mm-hmm. Specific and small. And like, it can be really basic. Like, yeah, really, for real. Really can I tell basic? you my three? Yeah. Because I realized it as yeah, you were saying it.
1: Uh, collagen every morning. Okay. Because that really does make me feel better. Dance class once a week. Daily meditation. Those are my core. Those make me feel the best every week. <laughs> I love that.
0: My three are uh, moving my body. Mm-hmm. And I see moving my body because some days that's a workout like a, at the gym wise. and some days it's walking. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving my body and usually for somewhere between like 30 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. and really prioritizing that so I literally my work day doesn't start until like 10 or 11 a.m because I go I drop off my little guy with my mom and then I go to the gym so good. straight to the gym and thank goodness I have a great workout buddy because she's there she's like all right where well, you at I'll do this <laughs> I'm coming I'm always late but I make it <laughs> um listening to music mm. every single day when I get out of the habit of listening to music my like I get like symptoms of like anxiety and depression kind of sinking in and not that those like make those go away, but it brings on some of those like good, happy hormones. Yes. And I get kind of pumped up. So I always listen to music and I, I get out of because so much of my job now is is being on the phone with consulting, with, you know, talking to my beauty counter team or helping a client with, you know, product or whatever. I end up using a lot of my car time and transition time, or time that I normally would have been listening to music, um, talking on the phone, and mm-hmm. I'm expending so much energy oh, doing yeah. that. And I love it; I love it so much. But I um, I need to like check that stuff and like have boundaries around that, yeah. and then make time for for the the music
1: and i always make time
0: my my little guy and i and often my husband too we have like a little dance party most (laughs) days um and he loves it and he loves he has great taste in music which is perfect that's amazing so um a little bit of dancing going along with that music too and then my third one is being in community with other women in person that's a pretty heavy realization and we're not talking about work (laughs) I'm talking about coffee date, talk about life with a friend, grab coffee, go for a walk, like something that helps me process, that helps me step away from my. And of course, work always comes up, especially with my friends, because I work with a lot of my friends. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure. But like, you know, like being in community and doing things like maybe a little bit more restorative, like maybe I'll make time, you know, I'll try to combine some self care activities. With that, so like going for a walk, I try to combine that by hanging out with a friend. That's so cool. I try to combine um, getting a pedicure with also hanging out mm-hmm. with a friend. That sounds amazing. That sort of thing. So, and I have a few other things which we'll share in a little bit, but those are kind of my top three right the now. The core, yeah, those are my core right now that I'm trying to accomplish. And many of them were things that I can just fit into what I'm already doing. The working out has been the moving daily has been probably the most out of the comfort zone. And yeah, I would daily. not put that on like the easiest to implement in my mind. But when I think about it, if, as long as I schedule it in, like it's there, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I just, I'm an obliger. So I need someone on the other end of it for mm-hmm. me. Sometimes it's a buddy. Sometimes yeah, it's a buddy. trainer. It just depends on where I'm at with my life. For so. sure. Yeah. So around those like core three activities, then you can kind of schedule self-care tasks that make you feel well. Um, That's number schedule- four. Yeah. Number four is scheduling. Schedule. You got to put this in your calendar. Yeah, for it's real. It's got to go in your calendar. That's so funny because so, I
1: just did. Even though I've been doing dance class since like April, Yeah. I just finally put it in my calendar this it's month. It's in there.
0: Yeah, I had a really big realization and really revamped my schedule after we got back from our leadership conference with Beauty Counter um, in May and really looked at like my work schedule but I hadn't like really pulled chunks out for my personal schedule really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I created a chunk of time for working out in my schedule, guess what? It actually happened.
1: What? No. Yeah. Four or
0: five, <laughs> six days a week. And wow. I'm like, okay, this is great. I need to actually make time for it. So I have a chunk of my schedule where like my team members cannot schedule a call with me. And anyone I'm working with on nutrition cannot schedule a call with me. Like <laughs> it's a chunk of time where it's like, nope, Cassie's at the gym. Unavailable. And I have so many. It's been really hard because I'm working out during a very common time where people are doing business between like that nine and 10 a.m. Mark Mm -hmm. and, or even sometimes nine and 11, depending on if I go to like spin class after I'm done lifting or something like that. But I make, I give myself a good solid, oddly two hours, four or five days a week to, to go to the gym, to get done, to shower, change, get ready, and like spend some time on just getting right with myself. And, I have so many people messaging me during that period of time and I'm like, just like, don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. I just turn it all off. And then at 11, it is like go time. Yeah. Right. It's like, let's do it. If you ever wonder why you get a message from me every day, Jen, like 1105. I'll be like, Oh, that's why. Okay. Reply. Um, But anyway, so scheduling out those self care tasks. So even if like it means carving out, you know, not two hours, but like a 20 minute increment into your schedule, um, don't pencil in, Pen in.
1: Yeah, it's is immovable. Pen in. And and if you um, need to start time for small, care. Yeah, if you need to start small, that's totally cool. Like start small, but make sure that you've got the time you need. Like yep. we were talking about the shower. I I, I haven't prioritized like showering and getting ready for years because I just fit it in wherever I could. Well it's also not a priority, right? Exactly. Especially if you you've got little bodies around and they just, you, just Yeah, you've got the things. things to do. So I'm 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 making it a priority to really care for the way i look now instead of just doing it when it works mm. so. and it makes you feel good it does it makes Especially you feel good because i love makeup i yeah. really do well and for you it's part of your work too yes you know, it's mm-hmm. part of who of, of
0: your work of your creative work of getting inspired and enjoying that and sharing tips with everybody so absolutely so i love this saying at the end of the day what gets scheduled gets done true Right. If so you don't put true. it on your schedule, you're never gonna do it. Um, so I would really like experiment with scheduling tasks at different times um, that resonate best with you. Because if I'm being real, I would love to be the person who gets up and goes and works out at 5 a.m. and is done at 6 a.m. While really? my yeah, while my ki- I would love to be that per I am not that person, <laughs> but I would love to be the person who does that while my kids still sleep and my husband's at home still, he hasn't left for work. Um, but that's for this season in life, it's not possible. And so that means that I just start my work day later and that's just the way it is. And I have that flexibility and autonomy because of what the nature of what I do, which is great. But for the longest time, I wasn't taking advantage of that. I was just filling it with more work because you think I should be working during this time. Exactly. And Mm now, um, you know, it's just part of my day. So Um, But if you find yourself skipping one of these self-care tasks, try scheduling it for a different time. Or modifying the activity to be easier to stick to. So this is like really common. People will be like, I'm going to get in the gym for an hour every single day or five days a week or whatever. It's like, well, if you're not ever getting there, then just go for a damn 10 minute walk. Like, yeah, right. you know, make it simpler. And so that's Mm -hmm. actually how I started. I started with going for a walk Hmm. um, in the middle of the day and then slowly let that morph in and to be committed to going to the gym and then as soon as I found a workout buddy it was like go time gangbusters dude from there so and then um I would just like continue refining and and adapting that process as much as you need to because
1: self-care it oh that's never to be really flexible and adaptable Mm -hmm. right for sure yeah and that should be like you said there's different times in your life for different things and yep this is a transitionary time in my life as my season has changed a little bit. It's gone from having little people at home to not having little people at home during the day. So I, I'm I'm allowing myself that grace that there's going to be an adjustment period, yes, yep, <laughs> where I'm changing and trying new things, trying new schedule. Like, like, I did, I worked out three times last week, and I I'd really love to work out four to five times. So, mm. but I can't do that this week because Pax and scoped. You know, we had all these things that are coming up, and I'm allowing myself that grace to figure it out. Mm. Mm-hmm. So just let yourself figure it out
0: yeah so number five is to hold yourself accountable tell me more about this i this is so individualized right it has to be because i have to be kept accountable in different ways for different things so like i said with like the working out it helps me to have someone to show up for and no i don't need a bunch of instruction on how to properly lift weights i have enough experience in that and of course i can always get better at it like no doubt but um at this point in life i just need someone to show up for yeah and in fact it helps me so the way i keep myself accountable with working out is i don't share the workouts with my workout buddy i have to bring them that's so So if i don't show up she doesn't have the workout and she'll work out anyway because that's how she is she's amazing but i um i bring the workout and she brings the the other
1: person she brings my yeah, obliger to her the body. table
0: <laughs> she brings her body and then we work this reminds together. me
1: so much of Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies yeah I
0: mean that's really yeah. learning that and and understanding that I'm an obliger in within that framework it literally transformed my health because I realized I had to have accountability on the other end of it mm-hmm. to get anything done
1: yep and there's so. I really encourage you guys to check that out. If you're not really sure what that means, hold yourself accountable, because that really does mean something different for every person. Then definitely, definitely check that out. It'll help you guys feel more successful in that accountability range. Cause for the longest time, I was because I'm an obliger too. I was really down on myself. Like, and, and this, she even said this when she I, I listened to it on Audible, and when she had this chapter on obligers, and she said obligers have a tendency to think why can't i act like an adult like why can't i what the this, hell is wrong with me yes i <laughs> yes like why can't exactly. I do what i say i want to do and and just execute it and do it like i'm just i'm no good i'm not mature i'm yep you know yep i've had that thought many times yeah and when she said that totally i went not true <gasps> oh okay yeah definitely had those thoughts of well, putting down on myself I, for that well, literally <laughs> i can't even tell you how
0: many times i've literally had the moment where i'm like cassie grow the f up yeah. and go to the gym
1: yeah what's wrong
0: with you yeah grow yeah. the f up and go to bed on time yep <laughs> like, what is wrong i still have those conversations with myself yes but time. what's so transformative
1: is knowing that i'm an obliger just means i have to put those things in check and in place yep just like you did with working out yep So that's what hold yourself accountable means to me is just know yourself.
0: Well, yeah. Find know yourself well enough to find the ways that um, best keep you accountable. So for some people, it's like setting goals for themselves. Like if you're in a black or you're an upholder or Mm -hmm. even like a questioner, if you set your own goals about like daily habits or tasks, like probability is you're going to achieve them because you're setting them, (laughs) but you have to set those intentions. So for some people, all they have to do is like set intentions and make a plan And then for others, we have to, like, create some level of accountability on the other end of it. Yeah. Um, For some people, tracking really helps with accountability, too. So whether that be, like, food and nutrition. And I'm not talking about counting calories or anything like that. Although, like, there's a time and a place for counting things. (laughs) But for most people, like, if you wrote down what you ate in a day, that could keep you accountable toward the the self-care activity of, like, really... Um, making sure that you're getting like vegetables with every single meal each day, yeah, or for whatever. Sure. Whatever the goal is, right? Um, and I love goals like that when it comes to improving your health and nutrition. Being like, I, I, that's why I love like, and we already talked about this a couple weeks ago, but the, um, what's um, Robin Euclid's, her plate. Oh, the five rule. So that the, yeah. Rule plate of rule of rule five? five. Rule of mm-hmm. five plate. So um, within that where she talks about like having a cooked vegetable, a fermented thing, a protein, a green. And what's the other thing? I'm going to look it up because I can't remember. Fat. Healthy fat. Oh, yep, yeah. You're right. So within that, like I love like something like that being a goal. Where you're like, okay, I'm going to eat like a little bit of fermented food with each meal. I'm going to eat a green with each meal. And then you can write it down and track and see. So for some people, tracking is great. Mm-hmm. Same can go with like sleep. Like if mm-hmm. you track your sleep, you geek out on it and be like, oh, he's trying to get like the optimal amount and like the right time. And oh, like geez. you could super geek out on it. That's amazing. Um, For me, um, when it comes to things that aren't, like I always need someone to oblige to. So for for sleep, like I would love to say that like, I go to sleep. I don't go to sleep on time and I, on time, whatever that means. Like, I know <laughs> there's hustle mode and you got to stay up late sometimes and like figure it out. But for me, what I'll do is literally blast on social media and be like, I'm really working on my sleep this week. Here's what I'm going to try to do. And then I have to show up and be like, here's how it's working or it's mm-hmm. not working or it's going whatever. And so I actually like motivate oblige myself to audience. do it. Yeah. I pledge to my audience, which is hilarious. Yeah. Right. What even is that? I know. So I would like to create some more accountability around sleep, and I think I might start tracking, just because I think that would be an interesting layer for me um, to add that on
1: social media. Forwards, see it'll be another layer. Yeah, talk about your tracking. Yep. So different ways to hold yourself accountable for sure. But just if you guys want to check out more about that, you can check out our uh, episode thirteen on self knowledge and personal development. Like we talk pretty heavily about what we've discovered about ourselves and what that means. Yep and you should check that out if you want to learn a little bit more agreed totally agreed
0: okay so let's go through our list I think this could be really helpful because I think it's hard to know what people's self-care stuff looks like especially when it's different for every single person yeah and understanding like the simplest
1: thing could be self-care for you yes Right? The simplest thing. Yes. And honestly, all we want for you guys in listening to this episode is feeling a modicum of inspiration or control or um, understanding that, like you said, the small things can be big things. You know, and a lot of times if you know somebody else is doing it, you can say, yeah, I, you know what? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give that a try. Yep. So that's what we want for you guys. So yep. Cassie, tell us a little bit about your list. I love your list. Like, mm. Um, th- it's real basic
0: cause I'm just trying to make sure I get all of my necessities to just stay a human, <laughs> <laughs> stay, a, like try to be a healthy human, but really just maintain being alive. Um, sleep for sure. I need to prioritize that
1: more. I, I, i just. What does just, that look like to you when you prioritize it?
0: When I prioritize sleep, it looks like powering down okay. phone, tablet, computer, all that kind of stuff. Um, about at least a half an hour ideally an hour before bed Mm -hmm. and then it also involves going to bed (laughs) before 11 okay which doesn't happen as often as i'd like to I get it i'd like to totally get it so um and i have to keep those pieces of it really super duper simple um, but often I'm on my computer pretty late or my phone. Um, so I try to wear like uh-huh. blue, blue light blocking glasses. But And little I, man goes to bed. Yeah, you got to throw the hustle mode on sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying really hard to unplug a little more. And that's very difficult for me, especially with the nature of my work. But it's something that's totally possible. So I'm trying to remind myself like P- other people do this <laughs> this is the thing <laughs> this is not just you trying to do this um and then next is moving my body and for me that just means getting regular exercise whether that's going to the gym going to a class at the gym or just lifting with my my lifting buddy um with going for a walk or just getting outside going for a hike Um, Again, being in community with other women in person, I'm Mm -hmm. in community with other women on the phone and stuff like that all the time. Or I feel like I am because I'm like listening to a boss podcast or something like that. (laughs) Um, Listening to music has to be a daily thing for me. I try to do it definitely on my drive to drop my son off with my mom. It's about 15 minutes one way. And so I get about a half hour of music listening in. And ideally, it's something I'm like singing along to um going outside mm, this sounds yeah. so sad that this is part <laughs> of my self-care but that's my reality oh. i'll have days sometimes where i'm like i have not been outside today yeah. or like barely Yeah,
1: or it's just two in front of the car.
0: (laughs) But goodness, I feel so much better when I do. So Mm -hmm. this is the kind of neat part that I can like couple together the moving my body goal and the getting outside goal together, which is where I can kind of make this like a more manageable thing to add on to that core three Mm -hmm. things. Um, So going for a walk or going for a hike, even just sitting outside enjoying like a hot cup of tea or coffee um, and doing some like deep breathing or something like that. Um, pampering myself, which I'm very bad at.
1: Gosh, I feel you like half of my list. I'm really bad
0: at. (laughs) Yeah. Um, manicures and pedicures are one of my ways. I like to pamper myself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I go get them done. I do not do them myself Mm because I don't have that talent. It's it's (laughs) even just more stressful for me. I just glue mine on. (laughs) Getting a (laughs) massage. Uh, again, something I'm really bad at. So like my friend Heather is my massage therapist and I will literally have to schedule my next massage, at that massage appointment. So same. Same goes with getting my hair done. Yeah,
1: I need to do that.
0: I get my hair done pretty often, but it's I, because I schedule out um, yeah. about like somewhere between seven and eight weeks out usually is when I'll get a cut and a color and um, time away from my phone. So so this is like one I can try to work into other things. Mm -hmm. And I mean, literally not even like we're not even talking just not looking at it, like not listening to it, not touching it, putting it in a different room and just moving on. Trying to forget about it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Put it away. Yeah. Um, And so that's just like, uh, you know, I'm coming into a place where I'm in a business of constant communication And if I don't filter it, it's always going to be coming in because everybody's in different time zones and everything. And it's amazing. It's wonderful. I love it so much. But again, obliger. So I'm trying to like reply to everybody. Yeah, I feel you. So having time away from my phone where I literally like leave it in my bag or even like leave it if I'm with my family, like I'll leave it in my car. whoa and be like bye that's awesome please don't break into my car (laughs) um my whole life is on my phone (laughs) Uh, and then this has been kind of a new one so like making a special meal
1: oh i love that
0: because you know just like and i'm not talking about like recipe testing or you know doing stuff for blogging or for whatever like literally just being like i'm gonna make a really special meal and i'm gonna like really try to make like a very gourmet and it doesn't have to be fussy and just enjoy the just process. Special. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the chopping of the vegetables and the browning and the you know all the different steps. And baking can kind of go into that category too, but just trying to make some more time for baking cuz
1: just go if you do that way please Instagram story.
0: <laughs> Peace. <laughs> for real. Um because it's just for me like they ha- there's a saying in um in the culinary world called mise en place. And it's just everything in its place. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean the, um, you know, organization or whatever it is, but it's like there's a place for everything, whether it be processes and procedures or um, technique or. Um, ingredients or whatever it is, and so just like doing more embracing of like cooking really seasonal meals or mm-hmm. playing with fun new ingredients or things like that. So it's just taking the time to like make a really special meal. And I'd love to be the person that does like Sunday dinner, where mm-hmm. it's like kind a of thing. a f- like a thing, like a fancy thing. Oh, so Cassie's Sunday dinner, <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I can see that being a thing.
0: dude I can't wait till I have a bigger space to entertain for like dinner parties. It's going no. down. Going to, actually here's the real real I'll probably always have a relatively small house but I will have a restaurant so that will be my entertaining space yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can so see it. I'm excited I'm excited for that but I didn't really realize until I got out of the restaurant industry how meditative cooking was for me mm-hmm. and then when I went into nutrition, that cooking turned into necessity to survive basically mm-hmm. and get through the day and work and all of that. And so it became numbers and macros and um goals. became and work. It became work. And and even in the restaurant industry like that, obviously cooking, even a beautiful meal can become work, but I just I missed that aspect of it so
1: much. So
0: that's kinda that's my that's list. My list. list for now.
1: You guys this is why I like her list I love that list like mine actually has some similarities mm-hmm. uh, like the first thing on my list is doing my nails because I like the ritual of it it's quiet because I don't know if you guys know this but Cassie knows this I don't go out and get my nails done because for the longest time it just it wasn't conducive to the season of life that I was in the money the time just everything but Yet I love having my nails done, especially when I started the YouTube channel. It drove me nuts when I didn't have my nails done, really, because it's all up in that HD camera and everywhere. So I looked for solutions and I found these glue-on nails and most people are shocked. I get compliments on my nails all the time. They look like you get them done. Right, I get them... I get compliments on them all the time. I totally recognize that my nail shape is conducive to the glue-ons. It totally is. Mm -hmm. And then I totally get it. And I know there's some people out there that are like, I can't do glue-ons. But (laughs) so for me, but it's also like the ritual of it. Like I take the time to take off a set, put on a new set. And it's always after the kids go to bed, it's quiet. Do you do like your cuticles and everything? I do. We do the whole jam. Wow. Sometimes. Most of the time. (laughs) it kind of depends on the need like what's going on with my nails at the time sometimes i'll take a set off and i'll like leave my nails bare for a while because actually i have this rule um uh, because it's really important if you guys do glue on nails make sure you know this that if you keep putting sets on and you don't let your nails breathe you can get nail infections yeah like so fungal infections mm-hmm. hmm. and so I. how I long do you do let them breathe a day or two okay you don't need long really 24 hours is all of course really this needs, turns
0: but. into a tutorial mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> of course <laughs> but do you do hmm. you like doing your own nails i do i'd okay. like the ritual of picking out the set because just don't mistake i have a library of these now like no i don't mistake at all every time i go to a store where i know they have them i breeze by and i'm like if i like a set i grab it but let's face it it's eight dollars instead of you know twenty, thirty dollars every time you go 50, yeah yeah so i don't feel guilty about it i don't like i allowed myself to be okay that with freedom. that, yeah. And so I think that was probably like one of the first ultimate like ritualistic type self cares that I've mm, ever, I've ever mm-hmm. done for myself. And I if, don't regret it at all. If my makeup's really just not done, my, my like, nails are done. <laughs> yeah, but there's just something that helps you feel like
0: so much more put together when your mm-hmm. nails are done, which is so funny. Like, <laughs> when did doing your nail, when did that, like painting your nails? I don't
1: think I'd ever got What gotten, even is that? I know. I never got into painting my we nails. That on that on we need basis. to go over the
0: history of nail painting. I know, <laughs> I'm like,
1: really quick. And layer bare nails, not enough, okay? Yeah. But no, it's. But you create a
0: ritual around it.
1: Yes. And that's what it was for me. So, doing my nails was. But doing my nails myself like doing it in my home where it was like I can do it when I wanted to create this ritual around it I really loved it uh my my next one's guided meditation I know you guys have heard this before but that's definitely on my self-care list mostly because it makes me feel good so the real real is that this is a task that I
0: pretend that I want to do but I actually don't want to do
1: meditation so I well
0: and even like I, the thing is like, I have things that I meditate on, mm. but for me, like meditation has always needed to involve something practical for me and sitting and listening to a track somewhere feels like the opposite of practical, which is just going to stress me out, which probably means I need it more. I, I, I was just going to say that. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> but my meditation is like baking. My meditation yeah. is going for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, my meditation is listening to music
1: I was there for a very long time yeah I don't have space for and see where I saw the practical side of it was realizing that no matter how well I ate how much I tell self-cared in my rituals something was going haywired my nervous system <laughs> sure yeah so f- if you feel like your nervous system's cool then I totally get it like or if you if yeah you're like, I don't know I if like that's
0: I'm, true but I just don't <laughs> I think everyone I, I think work, but. but my point is just going back to the whole like this has to be something you actually want to do yes I don't want to meditate
1: yes I and I, want to. I I'm not that, gonna pretend like I do it and I would never go around and be like everyone should meditate no <laughs> No. Well, I mean, it's
0: literally scientifically proven to improve your right. um, your nervous system response to get into yes. like your uh, parasympathetic state. It's great for digestion. Like, there's tons of things that are great about,
1: which know, is why I think everyone should try. It, but I would health. never look at every person and say every no matter who you are should meditate. I did it during like- every almost every day of pregnancy. I meditated. <sighs> That's amazing. I love that so much. I was
0: trying to create a really healthy human being. It was me obliging to the fetus in me. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I had a lot of great habits while I was pregnant. I see. I just didn't know. Because I was obliging like heavily to that baby.
1: I tried to oblige the people who told me what to do and it didn't work well for me. So well, then the baby came
0: out, and I stopped obliging because the only obliging you need to do for a baby after you've grown them is just like make decent breast milk, and if that's Mm -hmm. something that you're doing, yeah, um, and feed them, and change
1: them, and let them sleep. Yeah, it's much different obliging. Which basically
0: it ends it ends up being the self care ends up being pretty much the exact same thing for you, like eating, sleeping, and pooping. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh gosh. Anyways, okay. What else is on your list? Um, Coloring tried this i used to love coloring. Oh, I love coloring when i was a kid i loved it mm-hmm. but i i can't.
1: don't see the practicality no 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 i, I totally. can't and i i do i love it i have this something i wanted to like and i didn't like <laughs> see that's that's important to point out like try it you don't like it no, don't do it i didn't like it yeah no kidding don't yeah the next one is playing the piano and truthfully i only really enjoying doing this one when my nails are on a break so I make that part of my routine is when my nails are on break, I, put, I stop what I'm doing or I make space and time to play the piano because hmm. I've been playing since I was like four. Okay. Like I've been playing forever. My mom's a piano teacher. So I've kind of, it's just been in my life and I just, I go to my Zen place when I play the piano. Like hmm. it just, I can sight read really well so it doesn't stress me out. Like I can just sit down and enjoy playing a piece. And the other day, my mom and I went to lunch and she had to stop by the piano store because it's new piano student season. And um, they had all their Christmas music out and it's like September. And I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I went over and grabbed some stuff that I thought I would enjoy. I just sat down and played while she was pounding through new music and things like that. And it was just so nice. And so piano is definitely something for me. I have a
0: goal to bring some music into my self-care. But I have to have someone teaching me because I don't yeah. I don't play an instrument. Mm-mm.
1: I really want to
0: learn to play the guitar. Mm, and I definitely hard. see that as something I can build into self-care. But I've got to make some space for it. For so, sure. Baby
1: steps. I highly recommend it. Like I said, it. just trying to like eat, sleep and yep. go work out. <laughs> yeah, for real. And I'm just starting to get past that stage. I think just having that space with my kids being in school just changes a lot for mm-hmm. me. So I totally like it, I could see that happening later. Uh, the other one is really similar to yours the next one is being in nature i'm really bad at this one i'm really bad at this You're one. kind of a city girl mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm really bad at this, which is funny because i grew up totally in the country and i appreciate yeah, the country like my dream vehicle when i was in high school was a lifted bronco <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love how you go into like your favorite car talking about that's so jen
1: tangent squirrel, tangent. squirrel. Uh, but by the next well, one
0: but how do you like being in nature i want to ask you
1: like how, like what, what do I do? Like what would you do?
0: Would you, would you hike? Would you go for a walk? Would you?
1: I think that's why summer is my thing. I love being, being near and in water. Ooh. Okay. Water. Yeah. yeah water, water. I'm drawn to water hmm. when I'm in nature. I love the forest and I love hiking and things like that. Well, but water.
0: You live in Oregon. So, or Washington. So basically right. like the skies open up and water pours out of it. <laughs> being, like I find bodies Nine water months out of the anywhere. year.
1: Anywhere. Yeah. I know. For real. It's one of those really easy ones. So, the next one on my list is actually rituals in my morning, which I... My my morning food, to be specific. I find comfort in having a ritual, like my collagen drink. For a while, my ritual was um, fried eggs over greens and sprouts. Like, Mm. with olive oil and salt and pepper. And actually, that sounds really good right now. It does sound good. I'm I'm really hungry. and We're getting hungry. We're nearing (laughs) Uh, the end of recording. But that also kind of goes into meal planning. Meal planning... This one's tough for me because... I don't make space for it right now. I I it's it's one of those things where I'm trying not to go into obliger rebellion because I know I need to do it. I haven't made the space for it, and I think I'm gonna be able to in this new season of my life. Mm-hmm. So the meal planning, but I but that one's self-care for me because I it lasts all week for me when I meal plan. You know, I feel prepared, I feel ready for the week, I feel I feel good. And it's not even meal prep, it's just planning and then executing and executing (laughs) yes executing which can be part of meal planning but or meal prep but just the planning part of it is so it's therapeutic for me and i need to make more space for it so um, soaking in the tub on a regular basis is another one that I really love doing. I should probably add that to my list. Oh, I love we soaking. We didn't let the tub. each other
0: look at each other's lists until we had created them. Right. Because we didn't want to like play off of That's it. That's why
1: I had that reaction of, I love your list before we, you know, because I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs>
0: so, soaking in the tub on a regular basis, yeah, I'm really terrible at that too, but it's something I would really like to add into my routine eventually.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And the neat part about that is like, there is a practical side. You're actually bathing yourself. So that's good.
1: Yeah. And for me, the, the Epsom <laughs> salt. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My body, my body needs the Epsom salt on a regular basis. Yeah.
0: Mine too, actually.
1: But the last one is skincare routine. And you guys are going to just, I, I am surprisingly bad at this one. Like it's one of those things where you know all this stuff so much so well that eventually you stop, you kind of devalue it a little bit Mm -hmm. because you're like, yeah, 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 I know. But I also know how to fix that if I forget it for three days, you know? So it's another making space for it, turning it into a ritual. I just haven't done that in a long time. I don't know. I think when you go through the sleep depraved part of your life and having little humans in your life, you just <laughs> a lot, you forget a lot.
0: Does that end ever until they yes. graduate from high school or uh,
1: <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it, it fluctuates. Better. Yeah. It's it it, better. Yeah. It fluctuates for sure. But that's, that's my nice, neat little list.
0: Yeah. I think it's, I think you're totally right. It goes down to, it comes down to like really creating rituals and habits around the things that you want to accomplish for yourself. And, yeah. Part of that is going to have to start with, you have to start by prioritizing it and making time for it. Start And then eventually it's going to be the same, you know, it's going to be part of your day, but Mm -hmm. adding it, adding something new in or making something that hasn't been consistent, consistent Mm -hmm. is going to take that like daily intention and having intentions around what you're doing. Start
1: intent and then just execution
0: right which is often the hardest part because i think real. we have the best of intentions when it comes to our self-care. but i love
1: what we've been saying in this episode that it's like you know you create your top three you know be real about do you want to do this like i love that you said i see the benefit in meditation i don't want to i don't want to don't right now i don't want to right like dry brushing is like that i totally love the benefits of dry brushing and i just don't want to mm, i
0: feel you on that you know
1: i've been there Yeah,
0: pretty much the entire summer, which is actually when people see my skin. So I probably should have been doing it then. (laughs) This is why I love fall so much because I get to cover all my skin up. Yup. All right. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I hope that um, this helps you create a sustainable self-care routine that really something you can stick to and really make the time and the headspace to be able to work in and really take good care of yourself because we all know there's a reason why it's a saying you can't pour from an empty cup and most of us on the daily are pouring from an empty cup myself included yeah so we
1: we got we got some work to do you guys fill the cup up fill it up thanks for joining us today on this episode of rebel heart radio You can visit our website to submit a question at www.rebelheartradio.com or you can hop on our Instagram. You can ask us anything. We love to get to know you guys. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a review on iTunes and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Because I need to see if there's actual sound waves. And there is. Yay! Hi. For doing what you're told. Thank you for computer. It's always exciting. Oh, gosh. It's just it's so <laughs> abrupt when it doesn't work. Like, why? Why? Why are you not working? Okay. You do this every time. we Start recording. Go, oh. Yeah. What?